Hello, and welcome to the Hope Story Circle put on by the Peace Alliance. And welcome to Peace On, your source for inspiring conversations and information from thought leaders across the spectrum on topics related to the strategies of building peace, fostering nonviolence, and creating a world that thrives, shifting our understanding toward empathy, compassion, and connection. My name is Terry Mason. I'm on the board of the Peace Alliance, and I'm joined today to facilitate by Yelena Popovich, who is our Practicing Peace in Schools lead, and Liz Gannon-Graden, who is our board chair. And our special guest today is Annette Carr. And we're so excited to hear Annette's story about, about coming together from different ideologies and having a wonderful connection. Annette, do you want to come off mute for just a moment and say hello? No? There we go. There you yes, go. yes. Hello, and I am so pleased to be here and and to share my story with you. Wonderful, Annette, thank you so much. Before we get started, um, I'm putting in the chat our community agreements. And Liz, do you want to share that with everyone? Of course, good well, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you're joining us from. And uh, the Peace Alliance holds the intention in our gatherings to create a space that's welcoming to all, listening, learning, open conversation, and engagement. To that end, we ask that everybody be real, be engaged, and curious. We ask that everyone be fully present to listen. And we want to create a space for learning, honor all points of view, and allow room for healing. We will do our best to address any microaggressions or marginalizing language, and to that end, we ask that everyone present act with empathy, compassion, and a desire for connection. We thank you for being here with us and participating in this way. And if everyone you know, feels comfortable entering with those intentions, if we could just get some kind of a, you know, a thumbs up or an agreement that, that this is the intention for the circle. So welcome everyone. And um, Yelena, if, is going to lead us in a, in a meditation. Hello, everyone. So glad to be with you all. Yeah, before we connect with the story, um, our intention is to connect with ourselves first. So I invite you to find a way um, you can invite your body into a state of presence, whatever that is for you at this moment, you are welcome to sit, stand, sway, or lay. You're welcome to be on camera or off camera. And you're welcome to close your eyes or have your eyes open, whatever works for you at this moment. And just taking some time to just connect, connect perhaps to the earth, feeling your feet, and your seat. Just taking a moment to feel that connection, knowing that we are connected all on this planet, this moment. As you connect your body to the earth, invitation is perhaps to connect with your breath neck 
relaxed. Just feeling our inhalation and exhalation. There's no need to change. Just notice it. Take a moment to notice any body sensation. There is any tightness, fighting some softness. Perhaps letting your jaw release, your shoulders drop. Space between the eyes. Next, I bring you to connect with your emotional state of being at this moment. Just noticing what is present for you at this moment. I have a sense of excitement being in the group. Going to fast forward a little to an end story. Just what's present for you. Last invitation is to connect with your heart, with your intention. It's called. What matters to you? Allowing whatever bubbles up to be. breath and a thank you. Let's connect together to Annette's story. Thank you all. Come on out. Well, should I, should I begin now? Okay. Um, I'm so pleased to be able to share with you this story that has occurred in my life in the last, this last six months. Um, National Public Radio has, they have a story core as an offshoot, and, and then they've, they've started a project called One Small Step. And the goal is to connect people uh, who, who identify with differing political views to come together and have a conversation. And it's not a conversation of, of you know, conflict and, or, or, or just um, wanting to 
to teach you about my my perspective. It's where do we come together? Well, most of these conversations take place on Zoom with people around the country, but KMUW out of Wichita is um, one of the four anchor stations for for uh, the uh, um, National Public Radio. And I live about 60 miles from there. And so I thought I really wanted to do this in person. The woman from that called me from Chicago and she said, hey, you, want, you mean you want to travel that far? And I said, this is Kansas. I said, we travel that far to go see a movie. <laughs> you know, I said, this is just fine. But I really wanted it to be that personal connection. But also, um, what made this even more special? The morning edition host at KMUW, Jonathan Huber, back in 2007 when he was a college student, he and I were the Kansas uh, delegates at the Peace Alliance Conference. And he and I went to our, our, our senators and, and our congressmen, and we were lobbying for a Department of Peace and Nonviolence. And we connect up periodically, but we it's been a while. And but I, you know, we have a very, very close relationship with one another. And uh, so I got there early, um, you know, just so we could have a nice little reunion. Uh, the two years after uh, John and I had been there in two thousand and nine, I had gone to what then Congressman Jerry Moran's office and. And speaking to the same man that we had spoken to, and he goes, I remember you. And I'm thinking, yeah, right. But then when he said, he said, where's that young man? Well, I knew that John was in, he was in a Europe, in some class in Europe. And, and so after that, I called his father. I said, you tell that boy, they remembered us. They remembered us. So anyway, I had this wonderful reunion with John. And uh, I had I had friends saying, you know, are you sure you want to do this? How do you know who this other person is going to be? Maybe they might be real confronted. And I just I said, okay, I trust NPR. I trust my intuition, and I trust myself. And I I just knew this was going to be a really productive time. And basically, what it is is it's it's one small step of breaking down those walls. So anyway, um, we were in this, this room, the man that I was going to be speaking to was around in his 50s, an insurance agent. And, and, um, and here's this 72-year-old little free spirit, you know, kind of all different, different lifestyles. But anyway, um, when we walked in the room, it was so, it was very intentional. You could tell, I mean, it felt like it was a sacred space. and. Um, we started off with, uh, we were to just jot down a, a, just a, a, a short profile. And, and then we handed it to one another. And we were going to ask questions. And I had his profile and it said that he was a father of four. And so I said, tell me about your family. And um, he was telling me about the three younger children. And then he said, my, my older daughter, she has Down syndrome. Then on my profile, I had stated that that I came to Kansas as a VISTA volunteer back in 1979. So he said, what did you do in VISTA? 
I said, well, I helped develop an educational program. Oh, and I'm getting really emotional right now. <laughs> uh, uh, educational program for developmentally disabled adults. At that moment, I mean, the whole atmosphere was, you know, I mean, any barriers just kind of dissolved. And, and, and it was great that that in the beginning, it started off, you know, in that way. And then they had, you know, she would hand us different questions and we were discussing different things. And, and one of the things that I brought with me, but I waited until I wanted to feel the, the situation. I have a little one-eyed dog and he has a whole movement about, you know, he's, even though he's not perfect, he's worth a million and so are you. And we have t-shirts. And so I had brought a wink t-shirt for him. Well, after we were talking and I felt really comfortable and I thought, okay, um, I said, I brought you a present and I gave, I gave him the t-shirt. And then we, he said, I've got a one-eyed dog too. And, and he's showing me pictures of his one-eyed dog. So it was, you know, our connections were just, there. There and there were elements of our lives that were very different. And we saw things, you know, differently, but there was respect. We were, you know, the, the whole atmosphere lended itself to this, this honoring the other. And and then also where we're not the other, where we where we come to and connect with one another. Well, in the last the last question was, uh, what are what 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 would you what is your dream? What would you love to see? And John was my partner. Said, I really want to see a peaceful world. And I said, I said, you know, we were in agreement with that. And then I said, in fact. John Huber and I, back in 2007, we we were in Washington and we were lobbying for a Department of Peace and Nonviolence. And I said, and maybe if a few more people had taken us seriously, events like January 6th would not have occurred. And I was able to say that and it wasn't, see, you know, I mean, it wasn't, you know, it was not this, this confrontive type of thing. It was, we were in a place at a place of agreement. And he, he shook his head and he, you know, he understood that. Then after that, um, the, uh, the moderator wanted to take our picture and we got up and he just hugged me. And I said, I said, we are friends. We are friends. And, and I know, I, I probably will never see this man again, but what happened was we went home and told other people about this experience. And that's that that barrier, those walls. It's just one little step in breaking down those walls. And um and I've been encouraging particularly they particularly people that are more conservative, you know, I'm telling them this is a safe place to be. And now recently um they they uh one small step has been inviting members of Congress to participate in this. And uh, I have I have a pretty ongoing relationship with my senator. I I sent him lots and lots of emails. But uh, I sent him one and and I started off just I said just imagine imagine what could take place if we were not everybody wasn't out demonizing the other. And what 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 would that be creating? And then then I said, "There's this really wonderful tool," and I shared with him 
uh, about my experience with One Small Step and that they were inviting um, the the, uh, people in the Senate and Congress to participate in this. And and I, you know, and I told him, I said, I've watched you for a long time. I've been to your office and I believe. Okay, here again, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> I said, I believe that you have the courage to take that one small step. Now, I often wonder when I send these things, how much gets back to the senators. So I am going to continue and, and follow up on that. But I'm also encouraging other people. In fact, I'm going to connect up with the people in one small step and see if if they could communicate with everybody that's been on the show and say, you know, send a letter to your senator and congressman. Because, and and and, and I was telling in, in this in my email, I was telling telling Jerry Moran, I said, this is not. I you know, we're old enough to know. We've been around at a time when people could cross the aisle and come together, and that. I was very proud of, of Bob Dole and George McGovern. After they left the Senate, they came together and they worked in a hunger program. That was their passion. They came together. It, it doesn't have to be this, this wall. And I will probably get another, another email out to him. And, but I really would, I, I, I would love to see him and others begin that process in Washington. And that one small step can really alter things dramatically. But thank you for letting me share that story with you because it really, again, I'm getting a little emotional. Uh, it was just, it was, it was, it was magical. It was a magical moment. And I'm so proud of NPR for putting this together and, and, and creating that atmosphere because that atmosphere was Truly, um, it, it was. It, it felt like I was going into a sacred place, and and so they, I am very proud of them, and and I'm very thankful that I was able to participate. Well, thank you, Annette. I I just I love this story. I love learning about one small step and your participation in it. So thank you so much for sharing your story with us. You're welcome, Liz. What do we think about the breakout rooms? Yeah, hi everyone. I love your story too, Annette. And it reminded me so much. Some of you have heard me say this, those of you know, my dad was a beautiful activist. And one of the pieces of advice he gave that really changed my life that I use every day is he said, when you walk into a room, take a seat next to the person you think is most different from you and talk with them till you find something you have in common, right? And I love that. You know, and, and it didn't take you guys very long till you entered. Yeah. So what I thought was beautiful as we hold Annette's story and you move into the breakout groups, uh, what we were thinking about is how important it is to create a connection with someone before we even think about moving further in dialogue or or even action. So uh, as we go into the breakout rooms, this is the inquiry. Can you think of a time? when just learning one little piece of information made a connection with someone you didn't know you had, or a time when looking back, you thought you could have tried to make a connection with someone that might've made a difference. So either one, if you've had that experience, we'd love for you to share that. 
But if you haven't, if you had an experience where there was conflict, can you think of how, of how that might've gone differently if, if the opportunity had been there, as Annette said, with the setting to create a connection before the conflict occurred? Is that clear? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. All right. So for those of you who have not been with us before, our agreements in the breakout rooms are to speak from your heart, to listen with your heart, to say just enough so that others have an opportunity to share, and to keep confidentiality. When we come back, we do want to hear what's alive for you and what's come up, but speak to the themes of what others have said. You could share your own story, but don't share someone else's personal story because that's for them to share. So I'm going to pause the recording if my mouse will work. I'm having trouble with my mouse. Pause the recording and we'll go into the breakout rooms and be back in just a few minutes. Well, welcome back. It's nice to see your faces. I'm curious what's bubbling up for people right now who would like to share. Gabby? Um, what's bubbling up for me is the realization that I have a fake connection with people because if I don't agree with them, I just, my mind just goes somewhere else. I don't even try to be curious. I just like, okay, I'm not dealing with you, but I'm going to be nice to you. So that just came up for me that I do that. So I definitely want to switch that and be more curious. And then Yelena talked about the science of dialogue. So now that makes me want to learn more about the science of dialogue. So I think that's very interesting. This whole conversation has been very interesting to me. Thank you. Who else would like to share? I see Del wrote in the chat, Del, Del's microphone is not working, but she wrote, I'm inspired to contact my senators, Ray, one small step. That's, yeah, that's something that each one of us could do, contact our senators and our members of Congress and point them to NPR's one small step and see if they'd be a part of that. Something very powerful about politicians from opposite sides coming together and speaking together in a, in a space that's safe and open to have dialogue. Anyone else? I'll share something that I didn't share earlier, which is that for four years in Israel, I participated in an Arab Jewish dialogue group. We were textual <clears throat> study and dialogue. It was participant-led, and we all took turns uh, choosing the text and talking about it and sharing it. And um, we had texts from every imaginable period and genre. And uh, it was really uh, fascinating to learn about uh, all the richness and the of all the different traditions and cultures and. Um, in the fourth year, one of our, my friends came back in the fourth year and she said, I came back this fourth year because here I'm just a human being, like not any label. She's just oh. a human being. It didn't start off like that. It started off, of course, listening to a lot of um, pain and history and anger and, and holding that. And 
and and and we all changed, I think, as a result, and the group changed as a result. So there were 12 of us, six and six, uh, going through. Sometimes the individuals changed. It wasn't 100% the same over four years, but I did that. Yeah, thank you. <clears throat> that sounds very powerful. Annette, how were you chosen for one small step? I just, I heard about it and I just, uh, just put an application and just, and, and uh, actually the first time they, they said, oh, we've got you matched up. And it was like for like the next day. And, and, and that was going to be on Zoom. And I told them, I, you know, and I felt terrible. And I said, no, I cannot do that. And, but I'm glad that I didn't because I'm glad that, that then I was able to do the, the in-person. But anybody, and that's why, like, a, like particularly um, friends of mine who are, are more conservative, I've been telling them this, you know, this is a safe place to, to participate. And so, you know, if you know of anybody, and any of you could be a part of this too, you know, so. Sounds like a wonderful opportunity. Yeah. Does anyone else have anything to share? Okay, well, if not, um, I did put some links in the chat. Um, this Hope Story Circle is brought to you by the Peace Alliance. And our mission is to educate, advocate, and mobilize people into action to transform systems and public policy toward a culture of peace. Our vision is we cultivate peace building to create a world where everyone and everything thrives. And our website is peacealliance.org. Our podcasts are found there, Peace On. Also, something about our Hope Story Circles. We're currently holding them the second and fourth Saturday of every month. There's also a link to the Blueprint for Peace. This is a major initiative that we've had going for some time. And if you click on that link, you will sign a petition that will notify all of your elected officials, local, state, and federal, that you support policy related to violence reduction and building peace. Um, there's also a link about our cornerstone piece of legislation, H.R. 1111, to create a cabinet-level Department of Peace Building, which Annette spoke about earlier. That legislation is reintroduced to Congress every session. Um, we are a small nonprofit. We appreciate donations of any size, especially our monthly donors who give us sustainable income. So you're welcome to join us there. And also check the calendar of events for the Hope Story Circles, but also the other things we have going every month. Um, it's peacealliance.org slash calendar. We'd love to see you again. So with that said, Liz, do you want to close us out? Yeah, I, I want to thank you again, Annette, for your really powerful story and for this conversation that took place. And always I want to thank Terry and Yelena. Uh, and I think I'm going to send us off from the call into the next couple of weeks, right? We, we meet every, every other week. And with, the, with what Kathy said, I was very moved, Kathy, by what you said about, I could have just added the very simple question, would you say more about that? And that need to be heard and connected and understood. And I think that really can shift so much. 
So, so I would invite us all as we move forward in our week and weeks coming up, if we meet someone and they say something that, that maybe triggers us or maybe uh, causes a re reaction, if we could on purpose recall that, could you say more about that? Yeah, I, I love that. So I'm really grateful, Annette, for your story. I'm thankful to everyone who showed up and shared. And I wish you all a beautiful, uh, not so hot, wherever you are, uh, week moving forward. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Feel free to come off mute and say goodbye. Thanks so much. Bye. So much, Bye. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today at Peace On. We hope that it inspires you to engage in dialogue in your larger community. Peace On is brought to you by the Peace Alliance, found at peacealliance.org.